0: Hello, and welcome to EdTech Download. EdTech Download is a production of the American Institutes for Research and our partners at the Jefferson Education Accelerator. AIR and JEA are embarking on some really exciting work together to try and move the field and inspire entrepreneurs, education leaders, and researchers to think differently about how they approach EdTech, how it's studied, and how it's implemented in the field. I'm Marshall Conley, Senior Consultant with AIR, and your host. Today, we're talking about the 2016 National Education Technology Plan released by the U.S. Department of Education, Office of Educational Technology. I'm joined by Tracy Gray, AIR's Project Director for the development of the 2016 National EdTech Plan. Also joining us today are AIR's Larry Friedman and Bart Epstein from the Jefferson Education Accelerator. Welcome, everybody. Tracy, I'd like to start with you. As project director of the plan, I'd like you to start us off with a general overview of what's in it, how it was developed, and a little bit on the main ideas that emerged as we were developing it.
1: So when we developed the plan, we were really focused on a key set of stakeholders or an audience that included teachers, administrators, researchers, and policymakers. Those were our primary leaders who we were focused on. But of course, parents will find valuable information, as will others who were involved in delivering education to students around the country. What we did was we conducted a series of focus groups with over 16 different organizations and key leaders around the country, and we conducted over 35 interviews with key leaders to really get their input about what the important issues are, what do educators need to think about when they look at technology and how they can best leverage these resources. And they really focused our attention on not only the benefits of technology, but they really wanted us to look at the challenges facing schools when they go about leveraging these technology tools. Three of the key themes that emerged when we developed the report had to do with the issue of equity, active use, and leadership. And just to take a quick snapshot of these key issues, when we look at the question of equity, it's very clear that we need to be thinking about connectivity and access and accessibility to make sure that technology is available to meet the needs of all students. When we think about active use, It's not just about making sure that technology gets in the hands of students, but it's really about how are they using these tools? Are they really using these tools to do things differently than they would with a traditional pen and paper? And then the other key theme that emerged had to do with leadership. It's very clear when you look at those schools that have been successful, When you look at districts that have really leveraged the power of technology, you find that they have key leaders in key positions that are bringing all of the stakeholders together. They're engaging those at the district and school level, and of equal importance, they're engaging the communities, the parents and the families, to really understand the power of these tools. They're creating uh, robust professional development opportunities for teachers and staff and they're also providing opportunities for students to interact and receive personalized learning experiences and finally they're making sure that there is a robust infrastructure that ensures that once the tools come to the schools that there's the necessary bandwidth there's the Wi-Fi and the electrical infrastructure to make sure that these tools can be used when classrooms need them, when teachers want to deploy them, and when students want access to them.
0: Thanks for that, Tracy. It really helped unpack each of those issues and and get some good context for what we're going to talk about today. So, Bart, let's think a bit about what this means for developers and, and those who are creating and providing these products, these services, these new and emerging technologies that are, are in place in schools. So as, aside from the general social good aspect of all this, why should a company pay attention to equity? How does it impact what they're doing and, and how they deliver something to the field um, in a meaningful way?
2: Well, I'd start by saying that the issue of equity is one that developers of EdTech products care about and should care about because it drives sales and usage. Companies that make products that serve all students are generally more successful. And school leaders are becoming increasingly sophisticated in asking for proof that products that engage students both during the school day and after school are able to reach students who may not have equal amounts of access to technology.
0: Thanks. That that's an interesting interesting line of thought. And so a couple of things I wanna I wanna hit on and I wanna I wanna ask you about this, Larry. There's this aspect of success. There's this aspect of providing proof. So when a researcher gets involved in this and we're thinking about equity, you know, how do we get at this? What does it what does it mean for someone doing a study on one of these tools who trying to evaluate one and considering equity in that equation?
3: I think there are a a number of opportunities to uh, look into the matter of equity with respect to the research questions you're looking at. Almost any research question you have, if it's not about equity to start out with, you can make into one about equity uh, pretty darn easily. All you say is, um, and does it work the same for everybody, okay? Or is it different for different groups of people or under different circumstances, etc.? So we can do that. The other thing, of course, if you have a good question, you've got to get the data to address it. That's a good point, Larry. So Bart, what
0: can developers do to work towards better equity in schools?
2: A tremendous amount of dollars are being spent on closing the achievement gap. And so I think there's really several different types of education technology products and services. One is the group of products and services specifically intended to address equity issues. They these are products that um, take into account right up front that many of their users are disadvantaged and are behind grade level or have unequal access to resources and they're built purposefully to include uh, shortcuts and tools to help those students succeed. The other category is general education technology that is used by all students and if you are a developer of those technologies i think you'll find it easier to sell them if you can demonstrate that they are engineered from the start to be accessible to as many students as possible
1: that's really a great point bart Uh, this whole issue of born accessible there is much more recognition of the importance of building in these assistive technology devices and capabilities in the front end in developing these products. Whether it's text-to-speech or the ability to highlight or scaffold text for students, having these capacities built in when the product is rolled out is turning out to be quite an incentive and quite um, Uh, a way that companies can differentiate themselves in terms of their tools with end users. There's also something that we've seen over the years as we've tracked these trends, and that is a convergence of assistive technology functionality with general educational technology. And a lot of the capacity that was focused on assistive technology, is now being made available in your general consumer technologies.
3: I would only add that it's worthwhile uh, to look at the set of technologies you're using and not just one by one. I think that's uh, both the point that Bart and Tracy are are making here, that technologies, one by one, do have purposes. The purposes need to fit together. Um, And then you see whether you can... um, Accomplish what you want to accomplish for all kids under the array of circumstances that they're in.
0: Well, this has just been a great conversation, and I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank Tracy, Larry, and Bart for joining us today to talk about this. Now, I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you where you could actually find the plan and read it for yourself. If you're interested in accessing the full text of the National Education Technology Plan, you can find it on the website of the Office of Educational Technology at tech.ed. Next time on EdTech Download, Tracy, Larry, Bart, and I will continue our conversation on the 2016 National EdTech Plan and take a look at the idea of active use and what it means for teaching and learning. If you'd like to learn more about the partnership between American Institutes for Research and the Jefferson Education Accelerator and all the cool work we're doing together, you can check us out at air.org/jea partnership. Thanks for listening and we'll see you online.